Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 159 of the Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking about all things braces and orthotics, including when you should wear a joint brace and the right way to use it, common types of braces and the injuries they're meant to support, and how to build back joint strength after an injury, even if it's been a while. So from knee sleeves, ankle braces, honestly, if you were active as a kid growing up, did you ever have to wear that ankle sleeve that you could get at the drugstore? Because I sprained my ankles a bajillion times as a kid playing soccer and just running around being active. And while that compression felt good, the elastic in those would cut in and feel awful. So, so, so terrible. And if you've ever worn one of those, maybe you played soccer, maybe you too sprained an ankle. I hope you know exactly what I'm talking about. Braces and orthotics, including arch supports, are often used to resolve injuries by limiting the range of motion of that joint or joints that are involved in the injury. And that's exactly what you need when you're in pain. But, this is a big but, this is meant to be a short-term solution. And this is where we get stuck because lots of folks end up wearing braces long-term, right? Maybe you always wear that knee brace when you go out or you think that you always need to wear that ankle brace when you run or whatever it may be. And I get it because it's super scary to be worried about getting re-injured. But what happens instead is that your brain, your body, and your tissues start to rely on that brace for support instead of building the strength to support themselves. So let's talk about that because braces and orthotics are a great tool when they're used for what they're designed for. And focusing on strengthening the tissues around the injury is a much better long-term solution if you want that joint to stay moving and most importantly, stay moving pain-free. So braces are used for different purposes, right? You may have seen rigid ones that are designed to prevent movement entirely. So think post-surgical, like an immobilizer or other braces that prevent you from moving at all so the tissues can heal. And of course, those are important. After you've had a knee surgery, a knee replacement, ACL repair, you need to give those tissues ample time to heal and immobilizing the joint is important. That's why it happens. There's also braces that set a joint into a specific angle. So think of an arch support, for example, right? It keeps your foot locked in the same position, which is considered more stable, so to speak. And if you're like, Alex, that is not a brace. It is. It's considered an orthotic. And orthotic and braces are under the same umbrella, right? They are changing. They're altering a joint's natural movement, oftentimes to avoid pain. That's the point, And that's why we use them. Um, or it's to limit range of motion, like with the arch, right? To keep your arch from collapsing. Or maybe the range of motion limitation is for like an elbow, right? Where you're locked into an angle to only allow a certain amount of movement. Again, while tissues are healing to avoid pain, this is important. Or braces can also be used to provide compression or warmth, like that fun ankle sleeve I mentioned. I'm so glad the technology has improved and there are much better options at the drugstore than that sleeve. 
But that's another reason that you may be wearing a brace or have a brace. So any type of sleeve type brace that you may be familiar with would fall into this category as well. And braces are used for a variety of injuries from low back pain to ankle sprains to knee sprains, arthritis, tennis elbow, carpal tunnel syndrome, wrist, hand injuries, like we also talked about post-surgical and immobilizing post-surgical And it's important to have braces in those acute times, right? Right after a surgery, right after an injury, I do want to prevent further injury from happening by immobilizing the joint, limiting range of motion, giving those tissues ample time to heal without the added extra effort and force movement can bring about. But here's my beef with the long-term use of braces and specifically for the knee. Let's start there. So many injuries that cause knee pain are actually related to muscle control at the hip or the ankle. So bracing just the knee might not be super helpful depending on the circumstance. So let's say your knee hurts and on a mobility assessment, I see that your knee is collapsing inward every time you squat. A brace isn't going to fix that. Sure, it's going to provide some support to the knee, maybe it helps with some discomfort around the joint because of that compression, but a longer lasting fix is to actually strengthen your hips to better support the knees in a squat, right? Is to learn how to engage through your hip rotators so that they're moving and helping to support your whole body and all of that force and weight against gravity isn't falling just to the inside of your knees, So, right, you can see brace is helpful, but it's not actually solving the problem. For an individual with early onset or even mild arthritis, a neoprene sleeve can definitely provide support, compression, warmth, that comfort. And this is a category I can fully get on board with. And also, if you're listening and you're feeling very, like, attacked right now, if it feels better to have a sleeve, wear it. I'm not saying that they're all garbage and they should be burned, but I want us to understand the purpose of why we're using it in the first place and don't let the brace take place of your mobility work, right? That mobility work still needs to happen so that your tissues have the strength and coordination and control to be strong and flexible that brace is there to support that process, not replace it entirely. You may have also seen compression sleeves, wraps worn by athletes who are doing really repetitive motions. You know, in the summer Olympics, when we have weightlifters and Olympic weightlifting, knee sleeves are used a lot. Weight belts are used a lot. Now, these don't really provide stability. They do provide some bracing. And also, if you're an elite level athlete, like by all means, go ahead and do it. But again, still be working on your mobility so that your body has the ability to support itself. So think of, in these cases, braces as boosters, not a replacement for joint stability. And I think if we start to think of them that way, you can then be more discerning about when you are ready to leave the brace behind, right? Because you have built up that joint stability to be able to support it. And if you're like, Alex, this sounds just absolutely bananas. Stick with me. We're still going to talk about it. So what about ankles? Because this is another commonly braced, again, that awful, awful ankle sleeve. The purpose of ankle braces are to prevent sprains. The sprain can happen, usually it's when the ankle turns inwards or outwards, what's called inversion or eversion. 
when I was working as a student athletic trainer, we taped ankles daily. We even would have competitions to see who could tape the fastest. And I think I really, I mean, if any of you are out there listening from the UC Davis athletic training program, um, did we get it to under two minutes? Because I have the memory that we did, but I also don't want to toot my own horn if I'm full of it. I just remember taping so, 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 so many ankles before football games, before practices, it would just be like tape tape party. Okay. Ankle tape is great. It is super awesome. It feels supportive. You get that, you know, support and compression around the joint, but it can also reduce your functional range of motion, which can impact how you are running, jumping, landing. So when you hear functional range of motion, I want you to think of functional, meaning what the tissues will actually allow for and not related to the actual bony structure of the joint. So the tape functionally limits how you're able to move, which in a case of pain is a good thing, but again, is not a replacement for building up that joint stability in the first place. One of my years as a student athletic trainer, I worked with the volleyball team and they have a special ankle brace that's designed to stabilize the ankles when landing because they are jumping super high. These ladies are amazing athletes, you know, to I don't even know what it's called, but, you know, and they just like bop it over the net or defend. I'm sorry. (laughs) And that ankle brace worked fantastic to provide that stability for the joint. But when there was an ankle injury, which did happen, right, you're going to come down on some when you're going to land funky because you're focusing on the ball as you should. It was usually a higher ankle sprain because the brace locked the bottom half of the ankle and that force had to go somewhere. So think of that as well. You're locked in place if you're doing something that is, you know, more risky. And I'm thinking more athletes level. You know, the other thing I'm thinking about right now is like uh, skiing or snowboarding, right? Where your feet are locked into boots and they're immobilized into these boots. And that's where you see when people fall, you know, really intense knee injuries and other things, right? Their ankles are fine because they were in the boot, but the knee has been torn apart. This is also why I don't do winter sports. (laughs) But I paint this picture because if you need that extra boost, that extra stability, that abrasive can give you, go for it. But if you're using it as a replacement for ankle stability or joint stability, you definitely want to work on that. Today's episode is brought to you by AE Wellness Mobility Assessments. Not sure what you should be doing for mobility? Well, instead of trying a bazillion things and spending hours a day, get strategic coaching with a mobility assessment with me. You'll get your personalized mobility workout plan with the best mobilizations and activations just for you. Plus, all of your videos will be organized in custom playlists to keep things simple. So here's how it works. You send me a video doing four specific moves. I'll tell you ahead of time what they are, and I'll use that to create your mobility workout plan. We'll meet together for two video calls. The first one to set up the plan, make sure I'm covering everything you need. And the second will be a few weeks later for any questions or issues that come up. Now, here's the best part. You can save $50 off your mobility assessment when you use the code BODYNERD at checkout. So learn more and get started with a mobility assessment by heading on over to aewellness.com mobility. And don't forget, use the code BODYNERD at checkout. All right, let's get back to the episode. 
And let's just talk about ankle boots for a second and not the like leather kind. But if you've had a foot surgery, an ankle surgery, or just a severe ankle sprain, you may have been put in one of those soft cast boots that look sort of like a ski boot or a snowboard boot. Obviously, these are for immobilizing after more serious injuries, and you will 100% want to follow your healthcare provider suggestions with this. Now, when I sprained my ankle, I thought I could tough it out, um, and I ended up on crutches. I don't recommend this. A boot would have been much easier had I done something about it sooner, but we live and then we learn. But if you've ever been lucky enough to wear a boot, you probably also experienced some low back tightness from walking around with what equates to a heel lift for a number of weeks. And if you've ever worn a boot, you are nodding along like, yeah, my hip and back felt like trash. So that is to say, again, we use the braces when we need them to provide joint stability that is important in that initial healing phase. But at the same time, we're also working on joint rehabilitation and making sure that not only is the injured joint building up strength and stability and flexibility, but the rest of the body is also able to support that as well. Now, what about low back braces? Because sometimes these are required at work for safety standards. But here's what's really interesting. The U.S. Army Center for Health Promotion and Preventative Medicine has said as far back as 2008 that they don't recommend back braces or support belts due to the lack of evidence that they're effective in preventing back injuries. Do they provide some support? Yes. Is that support going to completely erase poor lifting mechanics and squatting and hip hinging? No. No, they're not. But again, if it feels comfortable and it helps, awesome, go for it. But do not skimp on working on your mobility and stability work because you think the brace is taking care of it. It's not. And if you're like, Alex, you have already said that like 16 times. I know I'm going to keep saying it until we all nod in agreement that, okay, I'm going to be working on my mobility for the rest of my body too. And we're going to talk about what exactly to do for that. But wearing a brace is very beneficial. If it's worn correctly, it's worn temporarily, right? Several weeks or less, depending on what your doctor has told you. Uh, perhaps you're undergoing physical therapy or an exercise program at the same time to strengthen those areas protected with the brace. Maybe you're recovering from a surgery and you have to be immobilized for six, seven, eight weeks. Then of course, do that. But make sure, again, we say it all together. You're working on mobility for the rest of your body and tissues as well. Because wearing a brace for too long can actually be counterproductive. The muscles and ligaments around the joint can start to weaken because they're not being used. And even more so if there's no you know, rehabilitative exercise plan that's being followed to strengthen the area. So how do you know if you are wearing a brace? And again, remember that arch supports are in this category too. How do you know if you've been wearing it for too long? So if you're still wearing this item months or years after an injury, then maybe it's time to consider working on some strengthening stuff. If you have an increased feeling of weakness or instability when you take the brace off, then things are probably weak. If you've lost range of motion or you have more pain in the joint when you don't wear the brace, or you feel super, super dependent on that brace for your daily activities, then maybe it's time to look at a full body mobility routine, right? Just to start building up the strength of that joint, to build up the strength of those tissues, to address the pain instead of just putting a Band-Aid of a brace on it and hoping that that resolves things. Now about orthotics. 
Because I know you're like, well, Alex, but I need to wear my arch supports forever because I have flat feet and plantar fasciitis. I hear you, but hear me out on this one. So one study looked at orthotic use in young adults, and they found that the short-term use of even custom-made foot orthotics created a decrease in muscle size of some of the muscles of the foot, specifically the flexor digitorum brevis, my favorite muscle, the adductor digiti minimi, um, and another one called the adductor hallucis plantar. So these are all muscles that are intrinsic to the foot, meaning they are just within the foot. They do not cross at the ankle. They do not go up into the lower leg, but they help with overall arch and foot stability and strength. So the interesting thing is the muscles decreased in size, but there was no effect on the muscle activity. So the muscles still worked, so to speak, but they had atrophied in size. And the study goes on to say that using orthotics should include a strength training program to prevent that disuse atrophy of the muscles that I mentioned. So the study is linked in the show notes. If you really want to dive into that, you can get it at aewellness.com slash podcast. But the moral of this is braces of all sorts are causing an atrophy of the muscles. And so if you really want to break out of that dependency on that joint, work on your mobility and strength at the same time. Does that mean that for all people, you will never have to wear a brace again? No, no, it doesn't. Again, I'm not saying that all like burn your braces. We don't need them. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, let's question why we're using them. And do I actually need them? Or am I using this brace as a replacement? Because when you start to build your strength and when you start to work on your flexibility and your mobility, you're going to find that you feel better overall. It's not just about that joint, but it's about how your whole body moves and supports itself around that joint. And I want to encourage you to have the confidence to take a step without that ankle brace, without that low back brace, without that knee brace, and have some exercises that you can do to, again, support that. So then that's the big question, right? What should I do instead? So if you are in a brace now, of course, start to strengthen the area. And before you feel like overwhelmed, like there's too much to do, if you're like, oh my God, like there's so many joints that need to be braced, start with your highest priority area, right? What bothers you the most right now? Start there. So if that's ankles and feet for you, please, 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 please roll your feet out. It is so simple to just get a soft ball underneath your foot, roll it around. It'll make the tissues of your foot so much happier and also more flexible and pliable, and then work on strength with something as simple as calf raises. So I'll link into the show description as well. Uh, one of my favorite calf raises videos from my YouTube channel. You can go check that out. Um, also, episode 10 of the Body Nerd Show was all about ankles, which I'm realizing was many, many, many episodes, almost 149 episodes ago. So we probably should do another episode on ankles. So let me know if you want that and we'll make that happen. Now, if knees is your area that is bothering you the most, check out my squatting video. Again, linked in the descriptions on my YouTube as well of how to squat in good form. This will also help those of you who have back pain and learning proper moving mechanics so that every time you move, you're not further aggravating an injury, but moving in a way that is more mechanically efficient for your body. 
And of course, my Mobility Mastery Toolkit has exercises for all the major areas from neck, jaw, shoulders, low back, hips, knees, feet, and all of them will help you to improve your flexibility and strength and work where you're at now and build up that better mobility overall. So everything, like I said, is linked in the show notes at aewellness.com slash podcast. And hopefully today's episode has given you the confidence to break up with your brace and clear steps on what to do next. Just start working on moving in neutral for those positions. My YouTube channel has a number of resources. Like I also mentioned, the Mobility Mastery Toolkit has it all organized for you. If you don't want to go clicking around on YouTube and watch all those YouTube ads, there's a lot of good resources in the show notes for you. So definitely go check it out. And then let me know what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. Maybe it's how to help yourself. Maybe you're still feeling a little confused, like you're not sure what to do next. All of that is totally fine. You can reach out, ask your questions, share your wins. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Hala You can find me on TikTok. I'm at AE Wellness. Or you can call the Body Nerd hotline and leave a voicemail. And that number is 818-396-6501. And before I go, remember, show notes, links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, everything I talked about today is available for you right now at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you in advance for being the awesome body nerd that you are and subscribing to the show, leaving a review. Hopefully it's five stars. If it's not, I understand, but that sucks. (laughs) And share today's episode with somebody who needs to know that they can actually break up with their brace. They do not have to be with their brace one and forever. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, going brace-free, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.